Hey guys, welcome back to Zero Two Hero Lean Canvas Edition. This is Chris, one of your hosts with Nate and Michael. Today we're going to talk about revenue streams. That's not revenue creeks. That's not revenue rivers. That is revenue streams. Uh, <laughs> basically, how are you making money with your business? Cool. Yeah. That was a good episode. See you guys <laughs> next time. Yeah. You got to figure it out. Done. See you later. How you doing it? <laughs> Boom. No, but I mean, it's it's pretty, it sounds pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you know, the most common part that people think about business is customer to uh, business, customer pays money to business, business gives something to customer, then you're done. But the fascinating thing is there's many ways to skin a cat and also many ways to make money from people or things. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. I only like to pet cats. Well, don't knock it till you try it. Okay. I'm just kidding. I actually really hate that yeah, um, turn of phrase. I don't like that turn of phrase. Yeah, it always makes me think of my cats. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, um, revenue streams, really important. Really important to think about because though one stream may bring you lots and lots of money, it may be your bread and butter, you never know when things are going to go a little crazy in the world, as we've experienced in the last several years, like sheesh, crazy. Um, and a lot of people that only had one stream of revenue really had a rough time, some of them going out of business. Uh, and so it was those who can adapt and those who can put out feelers of other ways of making money that are able to weather storms when things get rocked like crazy. Great example of that is specifically when the pandemic really took off. Uh a lot of businesses converted to the the like uh, curbside mode mm -hmm. or the um, online ordering, mobile ordering, um, and the the crazy thing is, and this is this is crazy to me. Any business could do that. Yeah. Any restaurant could do that, but they didn't. There were some local yep. brands in Chattanooga that I don't know why, but they just refused to pivot to either curbside pickup or mobile ordering. And some of them, it literally killed the business and mm -hmm. they weren't able to recover. Um, yeah, just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, a big hurdle I think that pops up when people are talking about revenue streams for their business is the fact that people like to put their business into a box. So the idea of like, let's be caffeinated as an example would be, it's a coffee shop chain. So you wouldn't think like, okay, you know, what's another way we can make money off of this beyond coffee? You just go like, oh, we're coffee shops. That's it. We make coffee. Versus if you start thinking about like, okay, we have locations. We are able to do rentals of our locations. Or, okay, we have a place where people are going in the morning to get drinks, stuff like that. We can also sell food and stuff like that. And uh, something that I've been doing recently along with those is we have drink vouchers. Um, it's, it's just a free drink and I've been wholesale wholesaling them to businesses. There's been a church that has bought a bunch and hands them out to their congregation members or new visitors or something. Um, we have, it's some businesses buy it as employee perks and it's a way for us to get cash in our pocket on the front end and the way for them to, uh, make people happy and it costs them a little less cause they're doing the wholesale. Uh, so that then we have like a coffee cart set up that we started so we could do wedding venues and events and stuff like that um yeah the venue rentals like nate said we've had some like wedding showers baby showers at our north shore location uh yeah so just thinking through how what are the areas that my business can make money um, i was talking to someone the other day uh, about a business they want to open and i started talking to him about just hey have you thought about kind of adding this element to it and we started talking about it and 
that one I think could have the potential to be just as popular, if not more popular than the original business revenue stream he was thinking of in the first place. Um, and a lot of businesses actually, this is what happens is they'll start off with, okay, this is how my business works. And then they have an open mind into other things. And then they're like, Oh, that's either way more efficient or better. Or it's, you know, about the same as the original, but takes way less time and effort. Mm -hmm. So they can do other stuff while making the same amount of money. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think, so there's a, a an analogy or metaphor, one of those things, you know, <laughs> that I use a lot when talking about content that actually really applies to revenue streams as well. And so it's imagining your business as like a network. So if your business was NBC and you had a bunch of shows that you put out, you did a pilot episode here, you did a six episode run here, like the pilot went well, so let's feed it more and see how it goes. And so you can apply that to content. That's where that idea originally came from. But you could also apply that to revenue streams. So if you're like, you know what, <laughs> we got we got really lucky. We made the Stranger Things of our business, and it exploded. And so we're going to sell burgers. But uh, as you're putting out other shows, other different products or services that people can buy, you you never know when that next one's going to be a another breakout show, and then you would totally miss out on that opportunity uh, to be ready for what's to come. And so it's definitely an interesting way to approach business different than I think the olden days when it was a 30 page, 40 page business plan and you only had one thing and we're living in a day and age. If you're not flexible and adaptable, you could be gone. And so trying out different revenue streams, one is really fun. And if you're an entrepreneur, you probably want to build something new anyway. So this is me saying you get to do it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Blockbuster. Um, another fun thing about revenue streams, diversification. A, you're not having all of your eggs in one basket. So if something does happen to one of your eggs, you, all your chickens don't die or whatever that actually means. Um, <laughs> but also, so there's this concept called vertical integration. And so it's the concept of taking a, a part of your um, I guess business flow or supply chain or anything like that and combining it with your own business. So for example, when we opened our most recent location of be caffeinated, uh, we needed pastries obviously because people want to buy pastries of coffee. Uh, one of our suppliers said that we couldn't buy more from them cause we were kind of tapped out. Uh, one of our suppliers stopped making the stuff that we were buying and started doing something else. Uh, and then a lot of the other wholesale uh, suppliers we talked to just weren't taking on clients at the time. And so we said, you know what, we'll just do our own bakery. So we started our own bakery and the kitchen incubator that launch has. And we're in, like I said, in the last episode, we're building out our own bakery right now in the old B suites location. Um, but now not only are we, uh, getting a cheaper price on the pastries that we make ourselves, theoretically, uh, but we're also going to be able to sell those to other businesses. So um, we'll be able to sell muffins or bagels or whatever uh, to other coffee shops, grocery stores, businesses, etc. So we're going to make money on selling to ourselves, selling to our customers and selling to other businesses from one thing. Another example is my business partner, Doug, uh, has wholesale relationships with the places we buy our cups from, our syrups, sauces, stuff like that. And he's actually able to sell uh, because he is a wholesale, a wholesaler for those businesses. He's able to sell directly to other businesses um, at much lower price points than they can probably get. So we can sell stuff that we're buying already 
to other coffee shops, give them a deal, and then we make a little bit of money on that. That's another version of vertical integration. Um, another version that we did was with New Wave Coffee, which is our coffee roaster. We were able to uh, start a roaster, and then we sell from that to ourselves, but be caffeinated as an owner in that. So uh, it keeps it kind of out of one pocket in the other. And then also New Wave is able to sell to other coffee shops or restaurants or hotels in the town. So another form of vertical integration. So um, I would I would argue that vertical integration is the ultimate form of a revenue stream. Yeah. Uh, the quote I like is you should make money on your money on your money. So like for every dollar you spend, you should be making $3 on it. Um, and that's kind of what it is, is you're selling it to yourself, you're selling it to your customer and you're selling it to other businesses um, all at the same time, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of trippy. It's like inception for yeah. business. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you don't know who Richard Branson is from uh, Virgin and then all the businesses that go from that, it's a really interesting example of someone who does this. And so uh, you should check out a podcast called How, how I Built This. Uh, with, with Guy uh, Ross. Guy Ross. <laughs> uh, and listen to that episode. It's really cool. When I listened to it, I thought of Chris. <laughs> I was like, oh, Richard Branson. That's what Chris is doing. And uh, so, yeah, vertical integration. It's pretty dope. Yeah, he has over 250 brands under the Virgin yeah. name, basically. Crazy. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So final tips for revenue streams. Who wants to go first? Yeah. So I'll go first. Um, a big thing that I'd recommend whenever you're like looking for new ways to diversify your revenue stream is to go with the MVP, uh, the minimum viable product. So that means it's like we mentioned before, like we have an espresso car at Caffeine. When we were making that, our goal wasn't let's spend all of our money to get like super fancy, professionally made, like giant, like espresso car or anything like that. Cause we have no idea yet if it's actually going to make us money. Just get the thing running. It doesn't have to look great. It doesn't have to be the top one or anything like that. It just needs to be something that we can put out there and experiment with. Yeah, it's really good. I think another one, it's very similar to the MVP, uh, but a slight distinction would be um, if you've ever like seen like a woodworker and they are chopping away, building furniture, a lot of them will actually package up all the sawdust that falls to the floor in bags and then sell it off to, I don't know who they sell it to, but, but they figure out who needs sawdust and they sell it to them. And that's one of those things I just think it doesn't happen for every business, but if there's something in your process that you can sell off, whether it's the physical thing or maybe it's the mental thing. So say you have a business and my old business was teaching guitar and voice, but after that first year or two of teaching, I had a whole giant lesson plan and something I didn't do back then that if I were me now and I could go back, I would be like, oh, let me sell this lesson plan to other teachers that don't have that yet. Like what if they can use mine as a starting point and then and then tweak it to be their own? That way they're not scrambling for that first year like I was and so many teachers. So what our first year is. So I'm going to hop on that. And uh, so uh for one one thing so for example with our business we could do when you make uh, an espresso shot you pull it as a puck and then the puck goes into the trash we actually put them in buckets and for a while we were giving them to gardens and stuff for composting um and that's totally i mean we have a soap maker that we work with now that collects them and uses them in their uh, scrubs and stuff uh we also have a ton of milk gallon jugs that we go through every day so one uh, business idea that Doug and I have very, very strongly tussled with and very closely almost ended up going into and buying. But uh, 
you can actually, so the type of plastic that the milk cartons are is a reusable plastic and you can basically turn it into a raw material or melt it down and put it into an injection mold. Uh, and so you could literally make things out of melted down plastic. That's fine. Um, and it's the, if you think about it, it's literally a business that's built on something that you're already throwing away and already creating. And so not only are you reducing your waste and being more green, but you're making money on something that you're throwing away. It's insane. Uh, on the roasting side, we have a lot of burlap sacks and right now we just give them away to people, but there's definitely an avenue in which, I mean, a lot of roasters will sell them to people for pretty cheap. A lot of roasters will turn them into other stuff. Um, one of our baristas actually used some of the burlap sacks to decorate our North Shore location. Um, so just thinking about all of that, like Michael said. And then my my final tip is don't be too quick to kill a new revenue stream and don't be too emotionally attached to kill it. Uh, given enough time to grow its own legs and to see if it's actually going to work. But also if it's not working, don't hesitate to kill it. Um, I've done the wrong version of both of those and they're both a waste of time, money and effort. Um, there is, I would argue an element to business where you should be emotionally attached and you should feel like it's part of you, but there also needs to come with it a level of objectivity to where if something is depleting your resources, whether that's time, money, energy, whatever it is, you need to be able to cut the head off and move on to something else. So it's not as fun. Uh, but it is, it's the nature of business. As they say, that's business. You know? That's business. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. So uh, that's business. That's zero to hero uh, revenue streams for the lean canvas models. Uh, thanks for checking us out and listen to our next episode, which will be coming out soon and will be on solutions. Solutions. Ooh. Solve some problems. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Right, bye. Right, bye.